and welcome to another episode of Overthink with Brittany. I am Brittany, your host, and y'all almost didn't get this one this time. (laughs) I am literally recording this from my bed early Friday morning. Your girl is tired, but we're here as promised as always. We got to keep it consistent, right? There's still a lot going on in these social media streets. I guess, which is as always, it's always something. And as of last week, you know, we were just coming off the slap heard around the world. And this week, I can think of a few men in the media who need to be slapped. Like, the list is growing day by day. But it seems like if people don't have anything else, they have the audacity Like, I wonder, do people really hear some of the stuff that comes out of their mouths sometimes? And people love to put a negative aura and shame on people who overthink like me, but maybe you should try it sometimes. Maybe we should think before we speak and we won't have to deal with all the backlash that's been going on and we've been seeing so prominently right now on social media, especially IG. But I hope you guys have had a good week. It's It's been another long one. It just seems like they're going to continue to be this way. It is what it is. But I hope you've been taking some of those notes on self-care and just taking time to, to love on you again, as always, taking time to, to be good in these crazy times. And I'm probably coming in a bit hot today, but I'm just kind of exhausted with everything, literally everyday life right now and I'm wondering like does it ever get better (laughs) like I've asked my mom this a lot of other people who who are older my elders does it get any better life is always so challenging and yeah there are great times I mean you have to make every time a great one really if you want to be happy here, but there is always curveballs somewhere, no matter how happy you are, no matter how good you're doing, something always comes in and just changes the game. Am I the only one who feels that way? Like everything could be going so great. You could be winning at life, feeling your best and boom, something happens. And it could be whatever. Like for me, I get these random medical bills or something like, dang, I want to spend my money on something else. (laughs) Like you have all these plans, these other things you want to do and boom, nope, not quite today. (laughs) And it's just, it's becoming exhausting and it's really just a combination of everything. And I admit I'm a tad bit frustrated really, which is, I will say not normally me. I'm usually happy, giddy, happy-go-lucky a majority of the time. No, seriously, that is my personality. So when I'm down and frustrated, it's it's a little deep, <laughs> but we're going to work our way through it as we often have to do. There is a post circulating IG right now, and it's from at Sneedred. I think that's how you say it, Sneedred. I'm not even sure, but it says that whole can't wait till I get older was the dumbest shit I ever said. (laughs) And I've been seeing that circulating so much this week. And it's so funny to me because ain't that the truth? Like we spend our entire childhoods, well, not even really childhood, mostly teenage years talking about how much we want to be grown, you know, how we want to do this, how we want to be able to make decisions for ourselves and don't have anyone telling us what to do, blah, blah, blah. And here we are 
And a lot of us are just tired and depressed, <laughs> which is so sad, but it's funny at the same time to me because we spend so much time trying to be where we are right now and we're where we want to be. And a majority of us are just not that happy right now, especially not often. I mean, to have no responsibilities, to be a child again, whew, what I would give to go back to that. But in all honesty, it is kind of a double-edged sword because I love the freedom that adulthood brings. And a friend and I were talking about this years ago. I still remember that conversation just about how I could literally do anything in the world that I want to do right now without having to seek anyone's permission or approval. Just get up one day and decide I want to do this and go do it. Now, is it always going to work out how I want it to? Probably not. But just the the freedom. Well, at least the freedom that we think we have, right? <laughs> because we're not truly free. I think we can all kind of attest to the fact that it's to a certain extent. Our freedom only goes so far. And who determines how far that goes? <laughs> it isn't us. That's for sure. <laughs> And really just take some time to think about that. Like, are we really free? Like, really? And I'm sure, as you all know by now, there's usually an IG post that inspires these episodes. And today is no different. And again, you know how my mind works. We go down these deep rabbit holes sometimes on the simplest things. But the post that got me going this week is lovely Joe Biden and his extension of the student loan repayment yet again. And I know you guys have to be wondering, how does that video lead to this? <laughs> well, welcome to my beautiful mind and how it works. Like, I get to thinking about all the different things in my life. And it just takes me again on these different journeys. And this one triggered me this week. This being strictly the, the political aspect of everything. Because that's what this is. Like this whole student loan repayment and counseling debt is all politically based. And I hope by now all of you know this. If you don't, welcome. <laughs> this is all politics. That's the country we live in. It's very political, very capitalistic, very controlling. So it does make me question how free are we? Really? When I look back over my life, and though it has been a fairly short one, it's also been a long one. Like people who are in my age group, which is late 30s, we have seen and lived through a lot, guys. Like we had what the thinking the world was going to end in Y2K, you know, spending that New Year's Eve, not really knowing whether I should live it up or if I should be praying. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. 9-11. COVID, World War Three, Great Depressions, recessions, whatever you want to call them, because they feel like they're one and the same to me. And we have literally lived through a lot, guys. We have seen a lot in our short time here. And I can only imagine how many more years we have left of this. Like, I grew up in a single parent home. I had a working mother. I was always focused on school because that's what my mom told me to focus on. And I excelled at it. I did very well in school throughout all of my years. 
I couldn't participate in too many, you know, extracurricular activities because one, I just really didn't have a lot of time because I was focused on school. And two, my mom couldn't afford all those things that went into that, like buying uniforms and instruments. I couldn't do all that. My mom simply just could not provide that for me, which is just fine. I did my best not to give my mom a hard time, not to give her hell because life was already hard enough. And being the age I am now, I know it was hard for her too. And she had two kids to my zero right now. Life was hard. I didn't. I couldn't put my mom through all that foolishness that some of you guys still put your parents through today. It's another topic. I graduated high school in the top percent of my class. Got a few scholarships to college. Not enough to pay for the entire thing, but I did get a few. I went on to graduate from college. And honestly, if I'm keeping it all the way real, that's when life became a blur for me. And that was in 2007, 15 years ago. I can't really tell you the details of much that happened between now and then. It was a lot, but it just wasn't those checked off boxes like it seemed before, you know? But I will say in all that time, you know, I didn't get pregnant. I didn't abuse drugs. I stayed on the right path. Like literally in my eyes, I did everything right, especially given my circumstances. The way that I grew up, I was destined to fail, right? According to statistics, I was destined to fail. However, up until that point in my life, I did everything the right way, stayed out of trouble, graduated, went to college, graduated from there too. And now life is what? And I remember feeling that way then. And looking back over all that time I put in, which yes, that's a lot of time. I stop and think, what has my government ever done for me? Seriously, I put in a lot of work here. I've been a good citizen. I paid any taxes I've owed, even still to this day. And all I was worth to my government was what a $1,500 Pell Grant and two stimulus checks of the same amount. <laughs> like, you have to laugh at that. Like, when you think about it, over the course of my years, that is all the government has felt I was worth to them. And when you put it in that, that way, I hope it makes you feel a little differently about things because I know there's a certain group of people who'll be like, oh, well, you're supposed to work hard. You know, those people who will get off of your butt and go to work. Like, I hate those people because clearly those people are out of touch. Clearly those people have a way different mindset. Like, do you do you live in the same place I live? Because there are plenty of people who work their behinds off every single day and they're still struggling. How do we not see that same thing? Or are you intentionally being blind to it because things may have worked out for you? Or do you not want to help anybody else? Like we can go down a whole nother rabbit hole on that one alone as well. And this is something that crosses all ethnicities, all age groups, all races. It doesn't matter. As for me and the path that I chose, that's all I was worth. Like we're, we're in a democracy, right? 
Like I, I just trying to be clear on that. That's what this is supposed to be, right? Like, have any of you ever really sat and thought about that? And again, I have to go back to the, and I guess I'll use some air quotes here. You can't see me, but I did everything right. And there was no type of assistance for me to make it here. I wasn't set up to make it. Like, I don't understand what's supposed to happen at that point. And hopefully you guys understand what I mean by that. It's like you're you're taught to do these things and then you do them and it becomes a now what? Because I still have a whole lot of life ahead. And you guys will hear me say that a lot because the, the common euphemism is life is short. Life is short. In which I guess generally speaking, I can see why people feel that way. But we have a lot of years left. <laughs> And what are we supposed to do with those years once you felt like, okay, I've done what I was supposed to do here and you finally get to a certain stopping point and you don't know what's next? What are we supposed to do with that? I mean, I guess I could start scamming. <laughs> I mean, like so many of my peers have decided to start doing. Now, we, I, I do feel like that's beneath me. We shouldn't do that. But to sit here and act like I don't understand why people do would just be crazy. I get why people do it. You reach a certain point where you're like, damn, what's in it for me? I've got to start getting mine. Ain't nobody coming to help me. And that's literally how it feels. But I, I don't know, you know. I do feel like I'm owed something. And excuse me for feeling that way. I mean, especially from people who have been begging for my vote consistently since I was 18 years old. Think about it. They sit and they wait on college campuses to go ahead and get you to vote. And there's nothing wrong with that. Please don't take this the wrong way. And I, I do realize that, that words have a lot of meaning and I'm a messenger. So I have to be careful what I say. I don't want anybody to, to go out and do anything crazy behind my words. But I do understand that these words can have an emotional reaction because it's true. These people have been begging for us to vote for them forever. And then we put them there and they do nothing for us. We'll see many different people around us getting things. But there's a certain group of us who have never gotten anything. Am I wrong for feeling like, what are you going to do for me? No, these are politicians. These are people who are supposed to represent the people. I am one of the people. I have expectations of you as a politician. And to consistently feel like I'm constantly being looked over is getting tiresome. And to see Joe Biden continue to go on with these extensions, just cancel it. I don't understand. And that's something that directly affects me. I have student loans. Now, true enough, they aren't out the behind like some other people's. And, you know, gratefully, I have been one of the people who pretty much paid off my undergrad student loans. But I do have graduate student loans. So I'm one of those people. I get it. Why are we dragging this out? It's, it's great to extend it, yes. But it also annoyed me because I, I feel gaslit. 
and, and just a sidebar, I hate that I had to use that word, but this was the context in which I was saying it. And it's a great time to use it because Lord knows when we learn a new word, we will drag it all the way out. And gaslighting is one of those words. You know, if you're going to use a new word, make sure you know what it means and you're using it in the right context. Okay. And there are other words we can use. There are these things called synonyms, guys, <laughs> but I digress. But I just don't understand. Well, a part of me feels like I, I get what he's doing. You know, we're, we're going to keep dragging this out in hopes that the people who it affects will eventually get over it. That's just how I personally feel about it. But what what are we doing? And And it bothers me that we keep living under these false promises. Like, how long are we going to do this? We've been doing this for most of my years, most of my mom's years, most of her mom's years. Like, I, I really wonder when we're going to see a real political change or, or if we're going to see it, if that's going to happen in my lifetime. That's some of the things that I sit and I wonder about, seriously. And sadly, I have come to a point where I couldn't care any less about politics. Like, I, I really, I don't. What's the point? And it's really dangerous, I know, for a person like me to get to that point. And I've said that in conversations with friends, etc. I just don't know if I care anymore. It truly feels like I'm on my own. Which I know many of you may feel me. So we're on our own, y'all. There's no one coming to save us. It's a harsh and sad reality, but look at how long it's been. And at work, guys, I, I am constantly on Zoom meetings with students, watching them have these emotional breakdowns all throughout my day. This is why I'm always preaching self-care. I'm always preaching meditation. I have to unwind my mind daily because I am consistently bombarded with negativity, with negative emotions, with sadness. Like I have students break down every day, whether it's people dying from disease, dying from COVID, whether it's they're sick from COVID, where they feel like they're working hard, they're not getting anywhere, where they feel like it's too hard, like school is too much for them. They have student loans too. I have to hear about that too. They have kids running around in the background while we're on Zoom. It's a lot. It is a lot. And everybody is going through something right now. And it feels like long-suffering. And eventually, people get tired of long-suffering. And what do you guys think happens then? Like, that's all I'm going to say. What, what do you think happens then? Who is going to survive here? It literally becomes a survival of the fittest. So when we start seeing people becoming more angry by the year, Becoming more hostile, more aggressive by the year. Are we really shocked? What are people supposed to do? We are in a dying society. Who will be the ones who inherit this land? 
Do y'all not feel like we're at war each day? Whether it's mentally, physically, internally, we literally have military personnel at war. And I do get that there's a segment of people who will act like it doesn't exist. It's a lot of people like that. I'm going to put my hands over my eyes, act like I don't see it, and to me it doesn't exist. Cool. If that works for you, great. But that doesn't work for a majority of us. I can't ignore the obvious. What exactly are we going to do? What is going to happen? And that's just the people aspect. Let's look at the the ground in which we're walking on. I don't care how many people don't believe in it or don't want to, again, admit it. Global warming is going on, guys. We have food shortages in many places. And we're sending billions of dollars for war to other countries. I am very confused on that. Very confused. But it's not surprising. It's been going on for years. It it seems to me that war is what is wanted. I, I think they want us fighting for our lives, literally. I can recall when COVID first started. And, you know, at first it was a lot of skepticism, kind of like, oh, well, it doesn't affect me. Kind of like all those people who don't care because things don't affect them. And then we had that shutdown. I was not surprised when we saw an uptick in crime. And I hope none of you all were either. People were snapping and people are still snapping. It is understandable. We're emotional creatures, regardless of, again, if people want to admit it or not. Listen, you take a man's job, you take a man's money, take his esteem. How do you think he's going to react? And add a man who isn't able to take care of his family? Like he wants to, but he can't? Seriously? How do you expect him to react? Eventually, he's going to lose it in one way or the other. And we just hope and pray he doesn't become violent. But it's not far-fetched. I just don't, I don't understand. Working hard every day and getting nowhere is a hard pill to swallow. And there's no help. Yeah, there's government assistance. For those who apply and qualify, because <laughs> I can tell you, I don't qualify. And it's a large group of working class people who don't qualify. Now, if you get food stamps or EBT cards, hit me up on the side. <laughs> but yeah, there's a segment of people who don't qualify for these things and are hardworking people who are on the borderline between doing okay and struggling. And no one cares. This This government certainly doesn't. And rightfully so, it's hard for me to care about a country that doesn't care about its people. Sorry, what, what, how else am I supposed to feel? What else do you want me to do? And I've heard often, you know, you can make a change, you know, and there's certain things that we can do as individuals. And I try to do my best to, to remain, you know, positive, to speak life into people, including myself, which becomes exhausting too. But I do the best that I can. 
politically, I just don't, I don't know what they're doing to help. I know they are, quote, doing the best they can, too. And I've even had people suggest that I go into politics. It's not my thing. It's not an interest of mine. Sorry. I talk too much, obviously. <laughs> but I, I just, I am really concerned about our survival. And I do look at it as our, because there's still a hope in me that there's some camaraderie here. But right now, there's literally something new every day. And people are cracking and breaking every day. People are not doing well. And it is just a continuous downhill spiral in spite of that. And while it's easy to find joy and laughter, well, I won't say it's easy, but we have to continue to try to find joy in each day and laughter, which is to me what IG is for. Like you will scroll through there for hours and just laugh at some of the foolishness and stupidity that we see on a day-to-day basis. Some of it's sad too, but there's always in the back of my mind, man, it was 70 degrees in Antarctica. And though the two don't relate at all, like it just puts into perspective the world we're living in. Like there are literally people who are on one side and people who are all the way at the bottom. Living in the same place, sometimes in the same part of town. Walking by each other each day. And Mother Earth is dying. And there's just a lack of general concern. But we, as the people, we learn from the best, right? We learn from the top. It starts with the leadership. And again, if they don't care, we don't. Like, going back to the global warming aspect, which, you know, a lot of our government, like, doesn't exist, (laughs) If we're, quote, following science, like everyone was screaming just last year, then why are we ignoring this? And that's a rhetorical question because we know why. We know why. Like you have a certain segment of people who are scared to talk about it. And then there's those, once again, if it doesn't affect me and mine personally, I don't care. And some don't even care about the minds part. If it doesn't affect me, period, I don't care. And I get why. Not arguing that at all. It's hard to care when you are just trying to make it on your own day by day. And what does the government care about? Money and guns. So really, what is the reward for caring? What is the reward for fighting hard? Am I going to get a pass to survive? Is it going to give me the strength I need to fight these wars that we're in each day? I mean, I'm sorry, but maybe I'm wrong, but I'm one of those people who I expect goodness to return to me for doing good. I believe in it. I'm going to keep believing in that. Maybe it hasn't happened yet, but I expect goodness. And maybe I'm being naive too. But we, we've got to believe in something, right? Because again, I don't think anybody's coming to help and save us. So who's going to make it in the end, guys? Who will have that last laugh? 
It really is like we're animals out in the jungle fighting each day. We live to see another day, some of us, and some of us don't. Some of us are are drowning right now. Haven't quite let go yet, but they're on the verge. Are you personally ready and prepared for this war? Because it's real. And again, you don't have to believe it's true. It doesn't mean that it won't happen to you. Sorry, just because you don't believe it again doesn't mean it doesn't exist. I mean, we have already been fighting this for a while, whether we feel it or not. But I can tell you people are losing it and people are tired. I see it every day. You know, I want to congratulate us who made it this far. But guys, can we do this another 50 or so years? Just to put into perspective how long life can be. People are living to 100 years old. There's a lot of life left. A lot of fighting left. Are you ready? Will you survive? Now I totally get if you're one of those people who don't sit around and think about it. I wish I could be that way. I'm not. (laughs) I'm always thinking about the things that are going on around me. But man, if we run out of food, what are we going to do? If we don't have running water, what exactly are we going to do? Like We got to be ready and prepare each day, which is why we have to fight for that happiness. We have to fight for that joy. We have to find something worth living for. Those are the tools that we're going to need in order to survive here. And I've thought about moving before. I'm sure many of us have had that thought, but really where? Politics is a game everywhere. It's just a different one. People are going to people everywhere. (laughs) You can't run away from it. I do think it's a part of life. Are some places better than others? Obviously so. But you can't run from the obvious, right? So who is going to survive? I hope and pray that all of you listening along with me will be one of the survivors. I hope we inherit this, this great land, right? Land of the free, home of the brave is what it's supposed to be. And it really doesn't feel like it right now. But in spite of all of that, again, we have to make sure that we're always doing the very best that we can. And there's nothing wrong, guys, with helping the next person to get there as well. Nothing at all. We got to help each other. No one else is coming to save us. Like, I often think about that Kanye West song, Who Will Survive in America. Like, that song has really been kind of playing in my head over and over for the past week. I haven't heard it, so I don't know where it came from. But it is continuously playing on repeat. Who will survive in America? Who will survive in America? And it's a real legitimate question. Like, who was this country even designed for? And that's another rhetorical question, because I know there are many people who could come up with something for that. Let's leave that where it is. Because that can go on and on and on too. (laughs) But let's take care of what we have. Let's have hope and faith in what we have. So that we're ready and prepared each day to go out and fight this fight that we're in. Regardless of if you feel like you're in it or not. As we prepare for this weekend, let's take some time to once again find some joy. To find some peace. To find some happiness. And let's make it a point to do something nice for somebody without them having to ask you. 
Let, let's use these skills. Let's help build somebody else up. Because again, ain't nobody else coming. I'll talk to you guys again on next week. I hope in between now and then you have a great one. I hope you find that, that happiness once again. And I hope you stay ready every day. I'll talk to you guys again soon. Have a good one. Bye.